0: This is On the Edge, a podcast series from the Creative Coalition, featuring conversations with an edge and chats with personalities from the world of entertainment. Now, here's your host, Creative Coalition CEO, Robin Bronk. Hey, hi. Welcome back. On this episode of On the Edge, we have a pretty special guest. Now, you may recall that Ken Olin was here a couple weeks ago telling us about his backstory. How he started out as an actor, forever linked to his breakout roles as the tortured family man, Michael Stedman on ABC's late 80s yuppie drama, 30-something. He became part of the company of thespians that have made the leap behind the camera. His status as a go-to producer, writer, and director has translated to a list of credits that include Alias, Brothers and Sisters, Sleepy Hollow, and now This Is Us. And what's even more interesting is Ken, whether he's writing, directing, acting, continues to break the ceilings on so many issues that we care about. Take a listen. One of the issues that we've taken on is obesity. Obesity is a very interesting disease. 100% of everyone knows somebody with the disease. It's the only disease where someone says, if someone says, I have a weight problem, what's the first thing you say? No, you don't. You'd never say that about any other disease. I may have diabetes. Well, did you see a doctor? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: It's the only one. It's sort of like epilepsy a hundred years ago was treated. You know, if you were a better person, you wouldn't have seizures. And we know that's absurd. Mm -hmm. So what we're using is how do the arts make a difference? How are the arts going to destigmatize that it's okay and teaching it. it's mostly
1: in that way you meet in a, I mean, I, I use it loosely, but that subversive way of like you use, whether it's a program, whatever, is to introduce a subject and destigmatize it, be able to actually introduce it. Yeah, you know, I always felt like when we did Brothers and Sisters, probably the thing I was most proud of about that show, because I felt a lot of that show was, it felt... There were a lot, a lot of cooks in the kitchen on that show. So it was somewhat manufactured, I, I felt. But the one thing that I, I thought we really contributed and was unique was that the relationship between the two gay characters and probably because... Well, it's groundbreaking.
0: Well, that was groundbreaking.
1: And, and I, I think probably because, and when Robbie Bates, when we when Robbie and I created the show, then one of the things that was important to him was how to... Destigmatize it by just through non-dramatic means the ordinariness of it it was just interesting because we kept and I, I remember and it, it was such a you know our characters got married there was a whole thing but because it was he normalized it I remember talking to my mother in law's husband part whatever he was at the time was a very conservative guy and he you know he said look you know I could do without the guys kissing, but I sure love those scenes in the kitchen with the family. And you go, yep, that's the way. And I think with This Is Us, it's tricky. This year, I do believe we mentioned that term. And I guess I think we mentioned the word obesity, but I think it's interesting because that character, you know, Chrissy's character is beloved.
0: Well, think about this, like I'm 30 something when Patricia's character had cancer,
1: mm-hmm. you all unwhispered it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that it's such an interesting thing with this. I, I mean, I don't you know whether it's an interesting line that you walk, not, not you guys, but when you do it, it's because you want the character to be, to be loved. And therefore, in some ways, you're uh, giving approval in some way of, like, that's the thing that's very interesting about this character, of Kate, is it's given a validated people. It's, you know, put eyes on this It's saying she's clearly loved them. And one of the things I loved about the pilot was that you went, God, this brother and sister, that's like brothers and sisters. I mean, they they these two, this brother and sister, they just love each other. It's unconditional. It's not like he's looking at her all the time. And yet there is another side to this, which is, you know, real obesity is really unhealthy.
0: It's also, and listen, we, it's not antibody positivity.
1: Right. It, that's it's, the
0: and that's the unspoken that we're being aware and destigmatizing obesity is not antibody positivity. Obesity is a disease.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It is. And there is no other disease that we, There's almost no other disease that we whisper anymore, except for maybe COVID. It's funny, COVID feels like like you didn't take it. It's so interesting because humans judge those who have obesity. There's so many judgments that are made. Oh, they must be sloppy. They must make bad decisions. They're not strategic. Mm -hmm. We, for the most part, don't do that with other diseases. We don't Mm -hmm. shame and blame. And if we could just what we're trying to do, if we could just through the arts create this awareness, and again, it's, it's treated like an orphan disease, but it's not, it's an epidemic. It's the biggest epidemic since, you know, besides the pandemic worldwide. And if you said to anything, four out of 10 of your viewers are interested in this,
1: have this, mm-hmm. they'd be like, well, what is it?
0: <laughs> Let's.
1: So the approach that you take with creators and all that is that here's a subject, even though it's visual, even though it's like, well, okay, I mean, that's, I'm telling you that you can see it. I go, I'll say, um, well, you know, according to the BMI or whatever, I'm obese, you know. But, huh. And
0: then people say, no, you're not. you're not. Yeah. Oh,
1: no, no, no. You look great. Yeah. And would, <laughs> would
0: anyone say that about anything else? I broke my arm. No, you didn't.
1: No, you didn't. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's really, and they don't say about mental illness anymore either.
0: Right. Right. And if you do say, no, you know, I have depression. It's Mm. almost heroic. You know, I'm opening myself up to you. Yeah. And it's so interesting. So this is us, you know, is exalted for everything and you have this character yet. Would you ever go down that path?
1: in toby and kate's relationship we have addressed the health issue to some extent and this year i think we're doing it even more so
0: i I have obesity and it doesn't mean i make bad decisions and it doesn't mean i'm irresponsible and it doesn't mean yes and i i would
1: think that whether that's been you know just overtly stated or implied But I think it's been implied that yes, I have an issue, I'm dealing with it, but that doesn't completely define who I am. I still make responsible decisions. I still have self-respect. I still work on myself. I still work hard. I don't know that it's been addressed in ways that would make her like the identified patient or whatever.
0: Well, no, I mean, it
1: doesn't even have to be that, but as I'm thinking about it, and
0: listen, I'm not telling the writers how to write, but it is, as I think in my mind about these various patients that I've talked to who have big jobs or who were turned down for big jobs because it is the human condition. And we are the only mammals that think that. If you have this disease, you are making bad decisions. Why would
1: I trust you with my legal case? Yeah, and I think it's trickier. I think, because- well, I agree with you. I think part of it has been that it is yet to be really recognized and accepted as a condition, a disease. And that in that way is still that perception, a physical perception that obesity seems like it's, oh, that's just a numbers thing. You're fat. And everybody, everybody loves to eat pie. But you obviously can't control yourself. I mean, that line, but to where you begin to say, no, we are going to put forward a character who up until, I don't know, maybe our show, even though there have been heavy people on shows, certainly Roseanne or whatever, but yeah, they were in that category of sloppy So it's identified as a sort of a socioeconomic thing. Now we're going, oh, wow, we're putting a character on TV who is obviously obese. I mean, she would certainly say that. And we want to say this person is okay, that this person is lovable. This person is attractive. All of those tropes that are associated with Television stars, television characters. You know, I think it's a balancing. And it's yeah. interesting because it was like, wow, this is kind of a new one. Like, I think to Chrissy's credit, it's courageous to do that, to just go out and do some of the things she's done. And on Dan's part, to create a character like that, this is one of your, you know, central leads in your show who is probably as heavy as any leading character on television has been for a long time. And yet this is a person worthy of love and loving herself. Then it's that question we just say was, how do you then go over? Okay. But now what's the next step in really? Well, even
0: though showcasing that one, you know, because, and this is where a creative coalition comes into circle back to that. We know that entertainment
1: influences. I do think though, like, and I don't know about it that way, but I do think that a person does have a certain amount of agency. And then there is that part where you go, no, actually, there are certain things that because of your genetic makeup and your chemistry, the way that eating a cookie will affect you, the entire chemistry that kicks in is different. That must be true. I mean, to be like, okay, there is being twenty pounds overweight, and there is being two hundred pounds overweight. And when you start to go, wait, let if you could address it the same way, how long it took to really address alcoholism or drug addiction as a disease of yes, but there is a chemical thing that happens in your body that doesn't happen in everybody's body. Like to get to that point, and that I don't think that we have. It's such an interesting thing, you know, It's like, I don't think we've approached it that way ever.
0: No entertainment has. So we raised money to give money to artists. And we raised about $350,000 last year to give to filmmakers to make four shorts about obesity that are now on the film festival circuit now. And one film that was made, it was about a, a woman who grew up in the South. African-American woman. And the name of the movie is called Big Boned, because also you never say the word obesity. There are mm-hmm. all these euphemisms. And the reason we use our soapbox for it is because you have to show how the arts can change the way the world thinks. And that's yeah. why the arts are important.
1: I agree. Yeah, And
0: oh. um, it was interesting. I was in a Starbucks talking to an executive about a decision-maker at one of the streamers about content. And I was talking, I did my thing. It's the last shame and blame disease it's whispered. And then we were talking and before he would say the word, he looked to the right and he'd look to the left and he whispered the word obesity. It was just like, did you see what you just did?
1: It's not okay. We all whisper it. Well, because it's, it's still in the category of this sort of shaming criticism. You should be ashamed you lost control is what it is. You just, you lost control and you look bad. And the Um,
0: intellectual thread I personally find so interesting is that it's not body positivity. It's different. You can be body positive, but you can also understand the nuances of this disease. hmm. And that does not mean you're not body positive.
1: That next step that you're talking about, we're going, okay, what about coming at it this way, which is which to me is it in some way that's a almost has to be a holistic approach from the beginning. Of, well, it's even
0: like I was thinking about the mother character Mandy Moore. As a parent, what did I do wrong?
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: maybe nothing that Mandy Moore could have done differently would have changed Kate's right. metabolism.
1: Right. But this is-, is also interesting. Think about like how I have a feeling that this is a. And maybe in that way, the show has been very positive in that it is a topic that has been put into the zeitgeist because of this character. And again, this is why I believe certainly the popular arts are so influential, television and film, because it puts these things into the living rooms of massive number of people, 15, 20 million people. You go, wow, that's an obese character, a character who has obesity then you begin to let's say even open up the subject matter i don't know how long this has been something that has really been it sounds like okay this is interesting this is a subject that you guys oh it
0: takes years
1: but i mean this is interesting you guys going okay here's one we're going to go. mental illness was one let's approach obesity and let's open up the subject it would seem to me that during the genesis of this that would be the approach that one would want to take. If you were going to do a character who has obesity and you wanted to go, look at this is the approach we're going to take. It's not going to be the familial, unconditional love approach as a way of being positive and asserting that these characters shouldn't live in the shadows or be so ashamed. But let's take the next thing, which is, you know, like addiction or like mental illness, depression, whatever. These are subject matters that need to come out of the stone age and really be looked at as medical conditions as diseases. I would think that's the next approach. That I don't know, six years ago or seven years ago when Dan was writing this and it had a lot to do with his own family and stuff, he was taking the approach, you know what? We got to begin to talk about this as a disease because that would be a fascinating approach. If at a different time go. Get this person to an endocrinologist. Let's begin to get the, a story like you're talking about, going, I have knee problems. And the person going, well, you got to lose weight. That's why you have knee problems. It's like, no, actually, I have a torn meniscus is what you find. But that's a different, I think our show has a more, in the best sense of the word, more of a sentimental approach to things. And the other thing I think about this is, It's just that fine line also of where if you're not really going to address it in the way you're talking about, in the complex way, you don't want to do something that's in some way, in a sentimental way, excuses it, that says, oh, you're a drug addict. You know, you got to go. No, it's a serious disease that needs to be addressed. It's not saying, you know, you be body positive, end of story. We're all good. It's saying you can be body positive and still recognize and attack this disease that you have as you would any disease. I mean, you, you're going to, you're not going to just say, oh, okay, you have cancer. You're going to go, you going to deal with the cancer. That's a really valid. And it's, the, cur-
0: and it's the courage of dealing. I mean, I know right. every time I go on a diet, when you announce it, it's all of a sudden you're accountable. Yeah. And that's, yeah. Okay. I have the next show that I want you to run <laughs> and create. Yeah. <laughs> Call John Bates up. He's an old creative Coalition member. He is.
1: And, uh, oh, no. yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Rob Morrow. He was. The, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're, we're having dinner group. with
0: Rob. Yeah. 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 That's It's your gang. You need to be part of it. I, it's great.
1: I mean, I. it's, it's love
0: thoughtful people, it. people. Yeah. Making They're, a difference. Yeah. And, and it's I always say it's great that people do this. We don't ask you to do things you don't do. Our writers write. Our actors
1: act. Our directors direct. And I, I think that would be really cool to be. Part that of it. would
0: be Great. Thanks so much, Ken. And what can I say? You are truly the mastermind at defining the pop culture touch points for generations. All y'all out there in podcast land, next time it's New Amsterdam star Tyler Levine who will be on the edge with us. See you then. You've been listening to On the Edge, a podcast series from The Creative Coalition, hosted by Creative Coalition CEO, Robin Bronk. For more information on how you can protect funding for the arts and harness the power of the arts to promote social good, visit us at thecreativecoalition.org.